Hello, hello, and welcome back to PPD, Gaining a Wiser Mind, a place to learn more about borderline personality disorder, whether you're living with the disorder, or you know someone close to you, or you're just wanting to broaden your knowledge on mental health. Um, We're here to break the stigma around BPD and teach people more about it, teach people how to deal with it, um, and just become a greater community which has been happening Uh, if you follow us on instagram you'll you know see a lot of our posts we post a lot of ppd insight posts um, that a lot of people seem to resonate with it's been great to reach out to the wider community and see the connections so together we're breaking the stigma and you listening you're breaking the stigma so that's awesome thanks so much all right what are we talking about today Today we are looking at a really tough topic, uh, a process that a lot of us find hard to deal with and especially those of us with BPD. I think anyone can resonate with these, you know, points that are going to be made, especially those of us that are on this journey and whatnot. Uh, We're going to be talking about forgiveness today, the big old forgiveness, a really tough one. Um, This was actually suggested to me by somebody, uh, and for the reason being that BPD people learning to forgive themselves and for others to forgive them for their actions. Um, I think it's it's a tough one, and while writing it up, I found it really difficult. It hits quite close to home, but even just by planning it out you know you kind of get a bit of a map towards okay you know this is what I've been working on so I hope that through listening to this you can find forgiveness for yourself and it may teach people in your life how to forgive you in times that you know you couldn't quite put it into words so I hope that'll be helpful for you and people in your life so let's get straight ahead and look into it Just before I go ahead, I wanted to just put a little quote in your brain while you're listening to this podcast, just in the back. Um, I think it's from Mahatma Gandhi, and it's something like, forgiveness is not for the weak, it's an attribute of the strong. So just keep that in your head. Just keep it in your head. Okay, so I've decided to split this episode up into three kind of components. And it's going to start with quickly looking at the roots of BPD um, that may influence their actions. I think the first key to forgiving someone with BPD is understanding where it roots from, of course. Just like when you forgive anyone, you need to know where it roots from. So we'll quickly look back at that again, even though I'm just going to make it short because you can look at previous episodes that tell you a lot about the roots of BPD. Um, We're going to look at that. Number two is the section where the BPD person is learning to begin to forgive themselves. And the final part will be around loved ones learning to forgive those with BPD in their lives. So let's go ahead and do that. Right, so I think it's really important to remember the roots of where BPD comes from. Um, A lot of research has explained that 
there's genetic factors that can influence it but also childhood experiences and trauma of course uh, these childhood experiences can be anything from emotional neglect abuse um, just general trauma some of us it may be sexual abuse it may be many many different facets I find a lot of people with BPD that I've talked to have been exposed to intense stress and chronic stress early on or had early separation or invalidations and then slowly that is perceived to be the norm and it's how you how you live you kind of stuck in that trauma so that's how you react to trauma so if things happen to you when you were young you may regress to a childlike state when dealing with trauma um, I've talked about this in previous episodes but it's just important to keep that in mind when you are looking at someone with BPD and their actions the better you understand them the better you can work with them to work towards forgiveness um, a key thing that I just wanted to mention as well while we're looking at forgiveness a big symptom of BPD is fear of abandonment and this is probably one of the biggest traits that I believe um, impacts intimate relationships in those of us with BPD. So due to our fear of abandonment, this can result in rapid mood swings, needing constant reassurance. A lot of the time you're going out of your way to you know, avoid abandonment, even if it's real or not. You might constantly be believing this and I've been there so I know, you know, I know how real it is for you. Um, instability. Uh, there's a professor, his name's like Otto Thunberg or something. I'll have to look into it again but he's a professor of psychiatry and he's a psychoanalyst and he talks about how those of us with BPD, they like we don't even know how to behave sometimes. You know, you don't know what to expect from others. You don't know how to behave yourself, which just results in a lot of confusion. So that's why a lot of the time we adjust our behaviors to fit in. You know, we don't have a sense of security or stability. And this results in rage, excessive demands, sometimes childish behavior. And all of this becomes normal until we get called out or are talked to. But the talking can't happen until there's understanding and validation from the other end. And I suppose this is what the whole episode is about. So I just wanted to put those in your mind. Look at those quick roots um, of BPD and understand them before we go ahead. Alright, so great. Let's look into our next component. Uh, the second one's all about how does one with BPD forgive themselves? Now, we see many examples of forgiveness in lots of different recovery programs, such as Alcoholics Anonymous, Narcotics Anonymous, many things like that. Step five is usually when they forgive whom they have hurt and who hurt them, or apologizing mostly. Usually it's apologizing for, you know, what they've caused for other people in order to forgive themselves in a way so the first step is actually accepting what you've done and <laughs> I think that's the hardest part 
you know that you're not ready when you're constantly denying that you ever did anything. And I think if you've struggled with BPD, you know what I'm talking about. Someone could tell you right to your face all of the things that you're doing, but it's just not enough to shake you back to reality. Like, that just doesn't seem true. Um, You know, you just can't believe that's you. But there has to be a moment where that hits you, and I think that is when you get serious professional help, when you can start really seeing that. Once you're having therapy, you will go through a big, big stage of shame and guilt. And that's really hard for us with BPD. We already feel such shame and guilt on the reg, on the regular. And, you know, getting that constantly by reliving what you've done is really hard. Looking back at all the relationships and friendships that you've destroyed due to your actions caused by BPD but this is the first step accepting what you've done because usually we start out just by punishing ourselves when we realize what we've done it's like how could I have ever done that I'm horrible I'm horrible let me cut myself off from everybody um I can if I remove myself I'll never be able to do it again I'm a ticking time bomb I may as well not be here which just like results in more negative thoughts sometimes even alivent thoughts which isn't good so you need to stop punishing yourself and you need to accept because you're looking through such a small lens which is just the incidents you're just looking at the incident but not the roots of the incident you're not learning about yourself to realize why you did it so acknowledge what you did acknowledge that you felt uncontrollable let's put it into perspective It might be something small in terms of all of your incidents, but it could have been something really big for someone in your life. Um, It might be a a state where you had a disagreement with a partner or a family member and you got so upset that you couldn't control your anger, you slammed the doors, you punched the walls, you called them out, you said things that you didn't mean. And yeah, a lot of the time this is due to splitting, um, which... A lot of us with BPD, you'll know what that means. Um, Yeah, so it's not great. So you have to acknowledge that, and you have to acknowledge that you were out of control. Afterwards, just replay, replay what happened and look at it as an outsider. See what actually happened, how it affected that other person, or how it would feel if you were that other person. After that, you just need to let go. Um, because keeping regret and guilt is just going to weigh you down and not help you move forward for you or the people in your life so that's how you forgive yourself and after that it's all about committing to change Um, because the best apology you can have for others is being a fully aware BPD warrior who just doesn't let their illness define them that's the best thing you can do so that's the beginning, the the little baby steps, which feel humongous, probably because they actually are. I don't know why I called them baby steps. These are these are big deal. These are like jumping the steps. These are like stretching your legs so far, and just <laughs> just big stuff, big stuff for anybody. So good job. Once you've you know kind of forgiven yourself, it's all about apologies and 
doing what you know you would do if you're in a recovery class you know apologizing to those you've wronged um you know it's things like just little things and telling the people that loved you after you're in a better headspace that you're sorry for not being able to accept and appreciate the love that they gave you at that time for things like rejecting them and belittling them and you know calling them out and causing such horrible mayhem when you were out of control times you screamed or begged to be cared for by them you know wouldn't stop until you got what you want not being gentle or soft with them you might even you might write a letter and say all these things to them or I don't know how you choose to do it but you know they they need to know you probably felt like your BPD made it impossible to accept love and even return it or do it properly so a lot of the time and I think when you google BPD one of the first things that comes up is uh BPD people (laughs) it's the little group of people a posse anyway and it comes up with are BPD people able to love are they capable of loving and I just think that's so rough um but to be honest you know I question that sometimes myself in the past on my journey um so a lot of people believe that you never loved them that you never truly cared for them but the thing is, we do, we love so hard, in fact, but it's like, it made it impossible to truly show it how we were supposed to. Um, so when you're apologizing, just apologize, not with self-defense or excuses. An apology is actually, you know, asking for forgiveness It's a promise to decrease the hurt, to reduce the hurt. So you need to show that you are willing to do that, not only with your words, but with your actions. So that's what's so important. You've got to forgive yourself and apologize in a good place, in a good state of mind. Before you forgave yourself, you didn't have the skills to cope with distress or communicate. Once you go into treatment or you get real help, that's when you can do all this stuff and you can show people and you just got to hope that that person is in a place to forgive you as well. Um, Otherwise, you're going to have to radically accept that. Another DBT skill. Um, Anyway, so that's what we're actually going to look into now. You can get into this good place and you just got to hope that the people who love you can get into that headspace as well so our next section is going to be about how you can forgive someone with bpd and their actions that came with it okay this is going to be a lot and i hope that it will be really beneficial um for people that are wanting to explain you know how important forgiveness is for for someone with bpd and the person who loves them So, being the person that has been hurt by someone with BPD, how can I say, I know what that's like, I can't, because I have not been hurt by someone with BPD, but I have been someone to hurt other people while having BPD. Uh, All of us know what forgiveness 
is like all of us know how hard it is to forgive um i'm speaking from a place where i just i just know that people find it hard to forgive such actions so we're going to look into how we can do that i just wanted to mention that a lot of people that have been hurt by someone with bpd get so outraged and feel so much pain that sometimes they might even feel like they want to hurt them as bad as they got hurt. They get to such a low place. But the thing is, this is a universal feeling. Vengeance or whatever, you know. And it's a powerful feeling. Revenge. Like, goodness gracious me. You're so hurt you want other people to feel just how bad it is. And fair enough. Like, I think we've all been there. But to be honest... Revenge is not so sweet, you know. Uh, what what did Gandhi say? He said, an eye for an eye only makes the world blind. So, just think about that for a bit, you know. An eye for an eye only makes the world blind. You know, you can't... Yeah, I no, I'm just going to leave you to think about that. Anyway, I think a lot of people associate forgiveness with tolerating the behaviour which is not the case. Um, It does not mean what the offender did was acceptable. Forgiveness is actually for both parties, especially for the one that was hurt. Um, But not forgiving someone can be associated with hostility, anxiety, and depression. Like, you can be in so much pain and not forgiving someone or a situation or yourself even can cause such anger and just a overall mess to your well-being. So letting go and forgiving is just going to result in a greater well-being. And we'll look into that a bit. I've got something that we can, you know, look over. So there was a study done in Belfast and it was of middle school children. And it showed that those that learn to forgive reduce their anger towards not only the person they forgave, but to everyone. Um, when you don't forgive, you are stuck in the trauma. And in the study, they talked about how being stuck in the trauma and not forgiving releases actual stress chemicals and activates the amygdala more than usual. And it's interesting because amygdala is actually a very overactive part of the brain for those with BPD, fun fact. But anyway, when you don't forgive, it activates the amygdala with these stress chemicals. And this, you know, the amygdala is responsible for emotions such as like survival emotions, like flight or f- fight or flight or fear and rage. So it only makes sense that when you're stuck in trauma and you're not forgiving, you know, your well-being is affected. It affects your problem-solving, reasoning, and impulse control. Um, So naturally, we can note that forgiveness will clear the slate in your brain emotionally. And, you know, positive emotions, there'll be more space for other things. Uh, Which is easier said than done, I am aware. But it's a thing to think of. And we're going to look into how holding on to incidents can really, you know, take a toll and resentment there's always a choice to let go of resentment but it's not easy so how can we actually relate this to someone with bpd and how can we forgive them let's see 
the first thing you got to realize if you're really committed to forgiving someone's actions with BPD or a lot of mental illnesses if you're going to get to that place where you're really you're saying I'm going to forgive them I'm I'm ready to the first thing you'll have to note is that mental illness is not a choice like it's just not and if you're living in a world where you think mental illness is just like a little thing that people are like yeah why not today you know I love this like come on sprinkle some BPD on me you've got some learning to do I think there's a lot of generations that think mental health is just a bit of a joke or it's very stigmatized or they don't really believe in it which is crazy um and they'll just they'll listen to anything and just take it for gospel and be like yeah it's not even real haha but no mental illness is not a choice so if you want to forgive someone with one you got to realize that um But how one copes and behaves can be their choice. That is true. Mental illness is not an excuse to hurt people. But our behaviours can be uncontrollable. And what they need to do, what we need to do, is take control of them. Um, So it's it's, it's hard to forgive someone until they learn how to forgive themselves. Um, You know, someone with BPD can intimately affect your life. In many ways. Um, how they deal with themselves. And deal with you. Can really hurt you. And I I feel for you. And I know how much that can hurt someone. Because. I've hurt people. Many people with BPD. Hurt people. Um, but unfortunately. You as the other party. You cannot stop the hurt. Or change the way they feel. They have to do that themselves. So resentment and withholding from others is going to end up affecting you more. You need to soothe your resentment for them and all that occurred through acceptance and forgiveness. It's not easy, but you you just have to do it. Don't get this mixed up though. Forgiveness is not forgetting. It's important that the one with BPD, if they're going off and getting professional help, or even you both go and get professional help, who knows, Um, if they're in that place and they're doing the work and they want to be forgiven, they're showing you through action and through change and you love them, you you have to learn to forgive. You're listening to this because you want to learn to forgive them. And I know, I know where you're coming from, resentment and all of that, that's an armor you wear for yourself to prevent the past repeating itself of course you do you were hurt in a vulnerable place resentment is your armor you know but this this is the most important part you need to know that how you felt and what you went through is completely valid you would have been put through immense trauma their illness and their actions they caused you trauma you might have witnessed self-harm You might have witnessed some serious stuff. You might have been emotionally or physically abused. That takes a lot out of you and that is valid. And forgiving does not mean that you're forgetting or condoning that behavior. But the most important part is, and this is really something to think about. You have to give up the desire for a better or greater past 
you can't have a greater past. You can't desire that anymore because you can't change that, but you can look forward to the future and witness the growth that lies ahead. You can, and don't hold yourself back. So, if you're ready to forgive, listen back to all of this stuff. We went over a few few things, such as how one copes with their mental illness is their choice, but they can only work on that choice once they have the tools to cope themselves so before seeking treatment someone with BPD just needs you to be there and believe in them while of course looking out for yourself when someone gets to a place where they can forgive themselves and show you that they are apologetic you just have to try just try to forgive And I know, I know, because it's not easy. Resentment is kind of like an armor, an armor to protect yourself. Resentment is an armor to prevent the past repeating itself. You know, that's why you're so scared. You were hurt in a vulnerable place and no one can change that. But, you know, it's it's just, it's toxic. It takes you down resentment as well and seeking vengeance and we all gotta figure it out so anyway as I was saying you just have to work work hard learn to forgive and those of us with BPD we're working every day to recover to become better people and that is the greatest apology we can give ourselves and other people so keep it up it's not easy and just keep working taking those hard steps like I said it's it's big stuff it ain't easy, uh, but you just got to keep going. You got to keep going. So if you're here as someone with BPD and you're like, holy cow, I feel all of these things and I want to become a better person and here's how I'm going to do it. Go back and listen to those steps, how to forgive yourself. And if you love someone with BPD, you're listening, to be honest. Like you're already listening, which is cool. Shows that you love them. But now what are you going to do with it? Are you ready to forgive? That's a real question. And, you know, these are only pointers on how you can do it. It's all up to you, you know. People can give you the tools, but it depends how you use them. Um, Anyway, I'm getting a little bit deep and philosophical, but I think that's what we've learned. Um, I'll finish with a wee wee quote, I guess. Um, Let's hear it. Thanks for listening. Here's the good old quote. Forgiveness is the best form of love. It takes a strong person to say sorry and an even stronger person to forgive. And that's real. Um, so if you're with BPD and you, you, you brought up all of the stuff, you did the work and you're really apologizing, that's freaking hard. Just acknowledging what you did and really believing that you did that is a big deal. So if you're saying sorry, hell yeah. But it takes an even stronger person to forgive that. So you know, good for you guys. Who, Whatever you know, part of your journey you're on, you got this. I believe in you. Um, you know, If you want to have a chat, um, hit up Gain A Wiser Mind on Instagram. Put down some comments. Find some friends to resonate with in the BPD community. Excuse me. 
the BPD community, whether you're an ally or whatever, or a person who loves someone with BPD, whether you have BPD, all of those things, uh, we're, we're a team, you know, we got this, so thanks for listening, uh, it's probably a big long one, but far out, I think there's a lot of gold in here, if I do say so myself, just a matter of forgiveness, I would have loved to have this episode a while ago (laughs) so I hope it really benefits you and that you can just chuck it and send it to someone um just have them mull over it a bit you know think about it we all we're all learning anyway so you know on that note thank you for coming along I hope you've gained a bit of a wiser mind with us we'll see you next time thanks for listening goodbye